0: Hello, and welcome to a new podcast in the Insights Into series. I'm Professor Dickon Howell, Programme Director of Insight, and I'm pleased to be bringing you the fourth podcast in our series. This episode, we're taking listeners back to our Structures in the Marine Environment Conference in June 2022, known to many as the SIME Conference, which we hosted in partnership with MASTS. This year, SIME 2022, focused on the impact that the presence or removal of structures may have on biological ecosystems. Time continues the ongoing debate and our response to balancing the societal need to create renewable energy and the impact that these structures potentially have on their host community or environment. We need to be clear how future artificial structures may affect the marine biological ecosystems, what should happen to these structures when they've been decommissioned, and what ecological best practices in relation to decommissioning and rigs to reefs. After holding the conference virtually in 2021, we were delighted to welcome academics, stakeholders, industry and government representatives and interested parties from across the UK at the Royal Scots Club in Edinburgh for an in-person conference. Over the course of the day, we heard from academics and professionals who not only focused on past and current research, but also discussed gaps in our working knowledge and reflected on possible future research directions. There was also a chance to catch up on research from other fields, as well as discussing new opportunities with delegates. Whether you were able to join us in person, join virtually, or have only just found out about the work of Insight and SIME 2022, this podcast of highlights will take you back to the centre of the discussion we had throughout the day.
1: It was so great to hear about projects that were outside of Insight as well, so there were people from the Netherlands there, for example.
2: Because decommissioning right now is kind of the, the fastest growing aspect of the oil and gas industry.
3: My name is Paul Fernandes. I'm at Heriot-Watt University at the Lyle Centre.
4: The ecosystem level impacts of structure presence um, in the North Sea.
3: I just find the whole thing generally fascinating.
5: My subject is essentially working on...
6: Well, we have a lot of collaborators in the project.
7: I'm Dr Natalie Hicks, Uh, I'm a researcher at the University of Essex and I'm leading uh, the FUCOMS project under the Insight Programme. Oh, I think what's been the highlight of the day is finally meeting some of the people we've spoken to online for the last two years and getting to meet them in person. Uh, Yeah, We're at a critical time where we're starting to look at removal of some of these structures but we don't fully understand the impact they have on the marine environment, so this is a critical point when we're starting to talk about the decommissioning and removing of these structures to understand the impact, so this is a great opportunity to collaborate as scientists, academics, and industry partners to move towards this understanding together. It's a lot easier to have um, quick conversations and make those very quick networks. You're not having to set up a pre-agreed time uh, and it's a lot more relaxed and informal. It makes it easier to engage with someone. So our project is looking at the role uh, man-made structures play in the marine environment, so uh, where they're located and what happens when we remove them and that, how that affects uh, the organisms that live on and all around the structure and what happens in the seabed around it. We are using some modelling. Uh, We're using statistical modelling as one of our approaches to explore some of the larger data trends on a spatial and temporal uh, scale. And we're also using uh, GIS models to visualise a lot of our data. Absolutely, our project uh, is very collaborative. So we work very closely with colleagues from CFAS. Uh, We also have collaborators from SAMS and University of St Andrews. And we've just brought on uh, some new collaborators uh, uh, the National Decommissioning Centre, the University of Aberdeen, and we've also got Shell as one of our case partners.
2: So I'm Dr Jo Porter, and I'm the Principal Investigator for the Suns project, and I'm based at the Heriot-Watt University campus in Orkney. Definitely best bits of the day so far have been having the opportunity to catch up with colleagues who haven't seen for some time, especially some of the other PIs from the Insight programmes. We've spent a lot of time talking in Teams rooms, but it's really nice to meet these people face to face and have that contact. I think it's really important because we do need to make some big decisions going forward as a society about how to handle decommissioning in the North Sea and the research and science that we're doing across this programme should be able to help provide evidence to inform some of that critical decision making that needs to happen. So the project I'm leading is the Chase Hands project and it's all about connectivity across the North Sea and we're looking at this in two ways. First of all, by modelling the dispersal of larvae from locations in the north down the coast of Scotland and across the North Sea. And then we're also doing a genetic analysis by collecting samples from fixed points across sites from uh, material that's been um, settling on settlement panels in these locations and then analysing it with uh, DNA techniques.
5: there my name is Craig Stewart I'm from Robert Gordon University where I am a research assistant and I'm a PhD student as well multitasker I just find the whole thing generally fascinating my subject is essentially working on networking communications for subsea pipelines and subsea structures so it's all related to what I'm doing as a PhD anyway I personally find it really stifling to talk to people over um, like Zoom and stuff like that. And I find it really just kind of inhuman essentially because you're not getting that um, full experience where you can talk to someone as an individual. It's much harder to do that on a Zoom call. So I prefer to do it in person for sure. I am Georgios, I hold a PhD in zoology. In the past I have been studying the impacts of human activities in offshore ecosystems, ecosystems like cold water, coral reefs, and deep sea sponge grounds. I attended the the conference and uh, I had a poster with my colleagues where we highlighted key knowledge gaps about the management of offshore infrastructures in the marine environment. My favourite bit was that it was quite... Uh, diverse uh, audience let's say uh, including people from uh, the academia people from the industry uh, people from nature conservation and uh, so i think it was a quite mixed uh, audience and this supported a lot uh, knowledge exchange it supported um, to highlight let's say knowledge gaps and uh, Challenges and, of course, how we can convert these uh, challenges to opportunity. So, this um, wide spectrum of attendees was uh, something really, really nice, and I would like to see it again in the future.
6: Hi, my name is Kat Majewska, and I'm working as a marine consultant. I obviously love attending uh, conferences like that and meeting all of the people
2: whose work I'm using on a daily
6: basis. Pushed here. Um, what I want, what I guess industry wants is a conclusion to the research so we can do the right things for the right reasons. Not advocate for doing the right things for the right reasons.
4: It's a really tricky one. I mean, I think there is a pressure, of course, to, you know, we want to be able to inform sustainable and effective management of the marine ecosystem. I think it's just that There'll be more and more answers getting out to making sure we collect the data that we need to have and you know, we're looking back at historic data now, what data do we need to be able to fill the gaps um, going forward, but also that it's not gonna be very easy, I think, in terms of the maybe one day that, that will we'll get to some some point where we can make a general conclusion but I think the general conclusion could be there's no general conclusion, <laughs> that, it's, that it is structure by structure, you know, maybe that is, and, and I mean, as Natalie said, I'm not, I'm not advocating for any, any way in particular, I think that there's so many parts to this and so many moving parts, it's, it's very difficult to make kind of overall conclusions. So I'm Debbie Russell from the CML Research Unit um, known as Smur, at the University of St. Andrews. Our project is EcoStar, so um, our partnership between Smur and CFAS um, and essentially we're trying to understand the ecosystem level impacts of structure presence um, in the North Sea both currently and also in the future with regard to different climate change scenarios and um, fishing scenarios and marine spatial planning scenarios. Okay, so our key collaborator is CFAS, um, um, who are, are leading on the benthic side in the ecosystem modelling. And we've also got Our House University, um, who are working on the harbour porpoise data. And we've got support from Ecopath International and um, the Royal Belgian Institute. Essentially, our project wouldn't be possible without our collaborators. Um, we also have um, a steering group which have provided expertise, and other um, collaborators that are providing data and expertise as well, who aren't formally um, part of the project. I think it's been really good to meet up in person. I think that although online isn't, you know, isn't terrible, you can't kind of have those those. Um, informal chats where you maybe wouldn't have wanted to make a point of emailing or calling somebody but you can have a chat in the coffee room um, and that really paves the way for for synergies um, and moving forward together. Oh, My name is uh, Harry McGinn.
1: I work in the marine sector, mainly doing sort of benthic ecology work. I've been to online conferences um, and it's just not the same to be honest.
7: Um, I'm Shona. Sure yeah, I'm Steph. Yeah, like there's lots of like information that we can apply to our work, like blue carbon, um, fish aggregation, the impacts of like our developments on uh, benthic communities. Um, so it's just kind of just to broaden our knowledge a yeah. bit um, and learn outside of. The work environment, because we're in the environmental team as well, so it's just quite relevant to like
2: the work that we kind of do and like the chapters that we write for like EAs and like scoping reports and things. You feel like you are involved in something rather than just being talked at, and especially if you've got any questions for afterwards, you you feel more comfortable going up to somebody and asking them one on one rather than on like a screen with like a group of people you don't really know. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, I prefer much coming in person than
7: online. Yeah, I think as well you're surrounded by like-minded people. Sometimes I think when you're sat in your bedroom or in your home office by yourself, you can sometimes feel like, especially if it's a stressful day, you're kind of just like, oh, losing your motivation. But when you've got a lot of like-minded people around you all working towards the same goal, it's really quite engaging and just pushes you toward yeah. a bit. So, yeah, so.
6: Hello, my name is Ruth Callaway. I am a marine ecologist and I work at Swansea University. My project is the Mumbles um, Sea Hive Project, it is an eco-engineering project where we are trying to enhance the ecological value of a seawall for the coastal wildlife. Well, we have a lot of collaborators in the project, mainly we are, we are trying to engage with all the key stakeholders. That is, of course, the owner of the seawall, which is the local council, which government is funding is the regulator, is important which is Natural Resources Wales and then a whole raft of companies that are going to deliver a coastal infrastructure project such as construction industries, um, concrete manufacturers, designers, so you know it is a whole group that is contributing to this project. Meeting in person means that you can talk just beyond the essential points that drove you to a particular meeting and have the opportunity to engage in more in-depth conversation and i think for me that is the joy of in-person meeting
3: hey, my name is paul fernandez i'm at heriot Watt university at the lyla center fish spams project is looking at whether Fish, uh, oil, and gas structures, and other marine, marine structures um, are enhanced due to aggregation, production, or their spillover effects. Yeah, so we'll be developing an individual based model to uh, essentially simulate a fish population and look at the effects of these structures on those populations. So, our main partners are the University of Strathclyde for our modelers, but we also have steering group partners uh, such as BP, Repsol, Cinepec and uh, Ithaca, and they've helped us gain access to their sites to obtain some additional empirical data on fish densities.
1: I'm Dr. Leanne Henry. I'm a reader in marine science at the University of Edinburgh. I was involved in a phase one project. I led a project called Anchor, where we worked with industry operators in the North Sea to evaluate the, the marine organisms living on the platform and assess their connectivity across the North Sea um, basin. As a keynote lecture, I really enjoyed the experience. It was great to open the day. Uh, I introduced the theme around ecosystem restoration. We are sort of sitting on the precipice of huge opportunity to use structures to repopulate natural populations. And this comes back to the the core of what I try and drive is, is making what we're doing an insight or other projects relevant to what's needed now, whether that's towards a UN decade, or to industry needs, to regulator needs, and that evidence base. So it's really about making uh, our research the most relevant and useful and and timely, because things are moving so fast right now. One thing I wanted to highlight was, it was so great to hear about projects that were outside of Insight as well. So there were uh, people from the Netherlands there, for example, And just to see that sort of, at least Western European side of things, that this isn't just something that's happening in the UK. This is a global issue. There's lots of people around the world and projects happening. So one thing that was really valuable uh, during the conference was just starting to get a flavor of what's happening globally as well, and having them uh, have their opportunity in the conference as well, to share what they're doing with the Insight community. Best bits of the day for me were watching interactions between the early career researchers and the speakers and just the other people in the room. So I think there's some, um, you know, some of us older researchers that have been doing this for a long time, but the room was actually really filled. And maybe it's because I'm getting older and everyone's getting younger, but it was great to see master students, PhD students, um, really, you know, earlier uh, stage postdocs as well. For me, that was the best bit. That's the sort of generation coming through that'll take forward maybe the next 20 years of this kind of research.